Lecture topic: A Heart of Iman. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi aladin astafa. Amma baadu faaroo billahi min al-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Ya ayyuhaladin amanu dhulu fi al-silmikafa. ولا تتبعوا خطوات الشيطان إنه لكم عدو مبين وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اتق المحارم تكن أعبد الناس أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم موسوس بكتر ورنا مائي كرام بردوز النلس نون آية في القرآن شريف Allah Ta'ala addresses those who have Iman. Many ayat, people in general address, Ya Yuhannas, O people. But in this particular ayat, Allah Ta'ala addresses the believers. Ya Yuhalladina Amanu, O you who believe. So those who already have Iman, they are already mu'mineen, they are believers, they are being addressed. And now that Allah Ta'ala has addressed the believers, the command Allah Ta'ala then gives is, Aminu. O you who believe, heart of Iman, the spiritual heart. One is the physical heart, but the spiritual heart, there is the health of the spiritual heart, and there is the sickness of it also. There is the weakness of it. There is the strength of that heart, and that heart which can then really take on many many things spiritually and drive the person and then there's that weakness of the heart that can't even make him lower his gaze from some haram can't even make him take a step towards the masjid can't make him lift his finger and maybe recite some tasbih on it because that's the weakness of the spiritual heart now it's engulfed in darkness, it's engulfed in sin, as a result of which the weakness has set into such a point that now nothing is happening. So just as we have this physical strength and physical weakness, there is this strength and weakness within us, in the spiritual heart. Now that person who has Iman, Alhamdulillah, he has Iman. He has the greatest treasure. Nothing in the whole world and everything in the whole world put together can't compare one fraction to this wealth he has. But that too has various levels. And Allah Ta'ala is addressing every person who has Iman, that look, that level of Iman you have, that is still not yet sufficient. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, aminu billahi wa rasooli. Oh you believe, bring Iman in Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Another ayat Allah Ta'ala says, that udkhulu fi silmi kafa. You have Iman, what is the level of Iman supposed to be? that it brings you into Islam in totality not in a selective manner there are certain things I will do certain things let it be now it's not something that I want to do or I can uh, bring myself to do it now this is something we'll see now sometimes later in life or oh, these sins are now too difficult for me to leave out so I can't leave out these sins now so that is not the Islam that Allah is asking us to bring Allah is saying bring Islam in totality 
Who will bring Islam in totality? Who has brought that level of Iman in him? Uh, that Iman has grown to a sense where it does not leave him sleeping in his bed at the time of Fajr. So now that entering into Islam requires that he performs all his Salah fully. Every Salah on time with Jama'ah in the Masjid unless there is some valetary reason for it. I was going to drive him to the Masjid. The car is there, that's a form of the vehicle. Those wheels are shining brightly, it's mag rims also. And everything is a most unique color, nobody else has got that color of the vehicle. But that engine is not working. That engine is dead. Or something has happened, that engine is missing already. So that car, despite all the form of that car, is not going to go anywhere. So mashallah, sometimes a person will have the perfect form of a Muslim. And everything of the appearance of a Muslim will be existing. But if that heart of Iman is not there as it should be, that engine of Iman is very weak, then this appearance of the Muslim, mashallah, will be in place. But the amal of a Muslim, the actions of a Muslim, that will be sorely lacking. At the time of Salah, the person will be doing something else. When he is in privacy, he'll be doing whatever comes to his heart, regardless of how serious a sin might, it might be. Allah Ta'ala has forbidden something, because of the appearance of a Muslim, he might, perhaps that might keep him away from that sin in public, but then in privacy he does what he wants. And if that Iman is even lower, he doesn't bother about public or privacy. He says, my life, I'll live it as I want. So Allah is saying, no, it's not your life. We have given you that life. And that life, we are going to take it when we wish. That's why when we, when somebody passes away, we immediately are taught to recite, Inna lillah, wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. Inna lillah, that person passed away. But we are saying, inna lillah, we belong to Allah Ta'ala. Meaning him also, but we also. All of us belong to Allah alone. Nobody else. And just as he has returned to Allah Ta'ala, we are also returning to Allah Ta'ala. He has gone today, before tomorrow might be our time. So we don't belong to ourselves. And we haven't come of our own choice to this dunya. And neither will we leave by our choice. We have come by the decree of Allah Ta'ala. And we will go by his command. And in this interim, this little life that we have in dunya, Allah Ta'ala is saying, make your eternal life of akhirat with it. This is that opportunity that a person has, like a one-year contract, he's gone overseas to earn. But now he's got that one-year contract, he's either going to make it or break it. He's earned and he's saved and he's sent it back home. So now when that one-year contract will expire and he'll come back home, he has already that savings. But if he went and wasted his time and he didn't do the work that was required, and whatever little he earned, he wasted it also. When the time comes to return home, he'll be empty-handed. So likewise, this is a contract time Allah has given us. The difference is we don't know what's that period of time. We don't even know whether it's expiring in the next few moments. Now this is that opportunity Allah has given us to make the eternal life of Akhirat. So Allah is addressing us, addressing those who Allah is blessed with Iman. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, aminu. Bring Iman. And the other ayat Allah says, entering to Islam totally. Don't follow in the footsteps of shaitan. Now one is what Allah Ta'ala has commanded. And the person who submits himself to Allah Ta'ala. 
So when a person submits himself to Allah Ta'ala entirely, then Allah Ta'ala's promises are not only for the akhirat. It's not only all in credit. What's in the akhirat is beyond imagination. That is something no person can imagine also. What great things Allah has kept in store for those who are subservient to Allah Ta'ala, who submit him to Him. أَعْدَدْتُ لِعِبَادِيَ الصَّالِحِينَ مَا لَا عَيْنٌ رَأَدْ وَلَا أُذُنٌ سَمِعَدْ وَلَا خَطَرَ عَلَى قَلْبِ بَشَرْ In the hadith of Qudsi, Allah Ta'ala says, I have prepared for my pious servants, those who submit to me, those who are obedient to me, those who stay away from things I have forbidden, those who fulfill my injunctions and commands. I have prepared for them in Jannah what no eye has ever seen, no ear has heard of, no heart can ever think and imagine as well. So that is in the Akhirat, that is a reality. But even in dunya, when a person has developed this Iman and he has built that strength of Iman, and what's going to build the strength of Iman? That connection with Allah Ta'ala that he creates in his heart and engaging in those A'mal that Allah Ta'ala has commanded, those actions that will please Allah Ta'ala and he keeps crushing that nafs and crushing those desires that shaitan whispers into his heart that tempt him towards sin and he keeps defying that and that sometimes feels like his heart will break but he says doesn't matter if that heart breaks but I won't break Allah Ta'ala's command every time that he does this and he crushes those haram desires and he defies those temptations towards sin each time this will create that nur and that amount of imani steam within him that it will drive him towards righteousness it will drive him towards the obedience of Allah Ta'ala so now this is the way that this love of Allah will increase and this muhabbat of Allah will be created when he will make mujahada and strive for Allah Ta'ala strive against that nafs strive against whatever things come in his way in the obedience of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala when this happens this tawakkul and trust in Allah Ta'ala will increase and he will have complete itminan and peace when a person this iman has weakened then the trust hoped he has, as he hoped it should have been but he has full yaqeen and conviction in Allah Ta'ala of his sama'i rizqukum wa matu'adun that in the heavens is your risk. What Allah has promised is coming from above. Whatever means you will adopt, that doesn't grant it. Allah grants it. So now where this comes from, Allah is advising and commanding that bring that iman to that level. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, amin. And in this lies every good of dunya and akhirat. It's not only akhirat. Even that peace, that tranquility, that serenity, everything in dunya that a person desires, which things cannot provide it comes from Allah Ta'ala and it comes on the obedience of Allah Ta'ala all this is on the strength of Iman which drives a person towards obedience to Allah Ta'ala and saves him from the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala in the time of the Sahaba Ikram when they would time and time again defeat the Roman army so once the Roman army returned defeated so Hiracle Hercules, he became extremely upset and he summoned them and he asked them that tell me what's the problem with you? Why do you get defeated by these people all the time? Are they not humans like you? They said yes they are humans like us. They are not some other supernatural force. 
we are humans and they are also humans. So are you in a bigger number and greater number or is their number greater? He says, no, we far outnumber them. See, they are humans like you. You far outnumber them. Your strength and your... You, are, you have more resources, etc. So what is the problem with you? Why do you keep getting defeated by them? So one very elderly person among their leaders, he stood up. And he said, there's a reason for it. What's the reason for it? He said, لِأَجْلِ أَنَّهُمْ يَقُومُونَ اللَّيْلِ وَيَسُومُونَ النَّهَارُ وَيُوفُونَ بِالْعَهَدِ وَيَأْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَيَنْهَوْنَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ وَيَتَنَاصَفُونَ بَيْنَهُمْ What's the difference? The difference is, these are people who stand up in the night worshipping Allah Ta'ala. Obviously, he's talking about the Nafil Salah. So there was no question about them missing any Far Salah. Now the general issues of the Ummah and the general issues of a community, when there's general righteousness, generally the community, the Ummah at large has come to the obedience of Allah Ta'ala, then they will, in a joint manner, in dunya, everybody will enjoy the benefit of it and the good conditions that will come. But if it is just individuals, then the individuals inshallah will get that benefit, but as a community the suffering will engulf everybody. So this is the issue that he's saying these people in general, in general this is their condition. So one is now he's talking about the ribadat of the night, it's obvious nobody they ever missed any salah of the day. The first salah, that was beyond imagination, they'll miss it. So now besides the first salah, they were not only content with doing the bare minimum. Because they didn't just have some kind of relationship with Allah Ta'ala, like an employer and employee. Well, I did your job now, it's time up, now I'm going home. No, no, they had a relationship of love, of muhabbat. And they wanted to do the best. They said the first salah, there's no question of compromising the first salah. You can't quit, no compromise in that. But we have to do the best. We want the best of everything in dunya. We're not prepared to just be content with the bare minimum. So now salah with jama'ah five times a day. That's the bare minimum. But over and above that. So now he's saying they stand up in the night worshipping Allah wa ta'ala. And during the day they are fasting. He's not talking about the first fast. That goes without saying. That the month of Ramadan they are fasting. He says they fast even other times. To draw the help of Allah ta'ala to draw his special aid and his grace and mercy. And then when you fool Nabil Ahad, they are people who keep their promises.